Welcome to the Nicest Nurses podcast, hosted by Jenna Lorbach, Janelle King, Erica Pierce, Regan Schweitzer, and Haley Walesa. Our definition of the common good is as followed. The ability of those to promote the well-being and quality of life in every component of each person's life. Although, due to COVID-19, we can see this definition being hindered to those under hospice care due to the effects of social distancing and attempting to flatten the curve. Here is Haley Walesa with our main objective. Our main objective of this project was to understand how COVID-19 has affected access to hospice care. First, we interviewed a hospice nurse, and here she is to introduce herself. My name is Miranda Ranke. I work for Kindred Hospice as a nurse case manager. Um, Kindred Hospice has just been bought out by Humana, and we are congruent with um, Carol Hospice. We are actually the largest in the nation at this point, um, and I have worked for Kindred for two years. One question that we thought was important to ask Miranda was, how has COVID-19 affected the hospice care in long-term care settings? Here is her response. Um, most of the buildings are not letting us in anymore except to keep them on hospice. So every 14 days, a nurse has to visit. So that's pretty much what's happening. Okay. Um, because they don't want it to be spread. Um, but then, so if somebody's congi- condition changes or if they have, like, you know, uh, a weird day or something, they're they're letting us come in to see the patient. Yeah, so emergency-wise, you're, you're allowed. Um, okay. Correct. End of life as well, they are obviously letting us come in. Um, we do, for our end of life, Um, which is different than most hospices. We actually have like a TLC program. So what happens is they get daily visits from the nurse, the aide, and it's usually the chaplain or the um, chaplain or the spiritual, um, sorry, or the social worker. Uh But now it's just basically um, the nurse or, and the aide. The word hospice is used to describe the care for dying patients. In 1967, Dom Cecily Saunders made hospice care more well-known. She made hospice care a place that is more of a home environment to care for the terminally ill that focuses on pain management and preparing the patient for death. It is an informative illustration of serving the common good because hospice care focuses on maximizing comfort for a person who is terminally ill by reducing pain and addressing physical, psychological, social, and spiritual needs. There are many team members involved in providing this care, such as doctors, nurses, home health aides, spiritual counselors, and social workers. However, COVID-19 has been hindering these team members from working together as well as working with the patients to provide them with the highest quality of life for their time remaining. Here are some facts we identified about the impact of COVID-19 and the hospice care that is being provided. During the outbreak of COVID-19, non-core hospice services such as physical therapy, occupational therapy, and speech-language therapy do not need to be provided. 
One way to improve the lack of hospice care provided during the outbreak of COVID-19 could be with face-to-face -face hospice encounters through telehealth. Telehealth provides real-time two-way video communication between patients and hospice providers. Provision 2 of the American Nurses Association's Code of Ethics states that the primary commitment is to the patient, whether an individual, family, group, community, or population. This provision relates to the pandemic because even though it is in the best interest of the patient's health, some services aren't being provided, and this could further hinder the holistic goals of hospice. In conclusion, hospice services are essential to some patients in their time of need, and this global pandemic has disrupted their end-of-life goals and their ability to obtain all hospice services. Thank you for listening to the Nicest Nurses podcast. Stay healthy!